a wonderful time to be alive. 2021. These are amazing days. So my daughter and I, Jessie, I'm Doris. We've been having a lot of great conversations and we thought, why don't we invite others to join us? We've been wondering, we've been creating, we've been thinking about new things. We began a few new things uh, over this last year and we want to continue to grow and evolve and become all that uh, God has intended for us. And we'd love to invite you to join us on the journey. So join us in our adventure on discovering joy, hope, and humor in the ordinary and extraordinary circumstances of life. Okay, so dear Doc, I don't think I've ever introduced you on the podcast like that, but you are my dear daughter, so I'm just going to start it off with that. Words have always been powerful to you, always, and it's been fun to just kind of recall over the last couple of weeks what our words have meant what they mean right now and uh but you chose some words for 2020 or chose a word for 2020 and um be great to have you share it with us remind me what it was and why it was so meaningful to you definitely so my 2020 word for the year was my fifth time doing it so i was like okay god here we go uh in early november the word was imprinted on my heart and I didn't like it. So I fought him tooth and nail for a different word. And it, he won. So my 2020 word for the year was trust. Now, I went into 2020 knowing full well I was losing my job in July. We had already been given notice um, in November, mm-hmm. right around the time the word oh, was imprinted right. on my heart, that uh, we would be shutting down our Spokane office for consolidation to our East Coast headquarters. Business decision, not personal, but we knew that was happening. So I went into 2020 knowing I was going to lose my job, knowing at that time I was the person who had the insurance. Like the medical insurance was my responsibility. Given the jobs I've had in the past, it fell on my shoulders. We had a daughter. We had had debt. We have a mortgage. We have needs. And uh, I have had many an interesting experience in finding jobs. And by that, I mean, going back to what I said in the second podcast, I'm all about the waiting period. I knew 2020 was going to have a waiting period in it. I didn't know the waiting period was going to be, but I knew it was going to be the word. So when God put the word trust on my heart, I thought, okay, I need to trust him that I will find a new job. I need to trust him that our finances will be taken care of. And I need to trust him that he will help me make the right decisions pretty lofty goals, but also I knew it wasn't going to be a surprise to be unemployed in July. Our company that I was working with at the time were very generous in their communication to us. Um, from my perspective, having come from a previous company that closed very <laughs> traumatically and quickly, this was such a long runway, which sometimes that's just as bad as a quick runway because <laughs> you have a lot of time for self-doubt and fear and anxiety to kick in. So as the year progressed, right before lockdown, uh, we started really training over our team on the East Coast virtually. And that was the first time I'd ever done anything virtual. I remember you mentioned in a previous episode how Mm. your current place, you guys have been virtual long before virtual is even (laughs) a thing. For me, the virtual component of training and real-time 
self-managing was a new new element. We yeah, started that beginning of March. By end of March, we were in full lockdown. So <laughs> I was now virtually managing my local team, not just training the East Coast team. So it was a shock to my system. And at that time, I was running a call center, which typically is not well done in uh, remote environments. You need that interaction, especially in the payments industry with everything changing so quickly on a daily basis. <laughs> so it was uh, it was a new at level of stress, so much so that I wasn't even thinking about losing my job. I was just like, okay, how do we function? We have 24 hours a day, not one minute can go uncovered. How do I make sure that my team is working remotely? How do I make sure I'm working remotely? How do I... That I wasn't even thinking about what am I going to do July 2nd when I have no job. So it was, uh, and plus everything else with COVID. <laughs> like, how do we survive lockdown? <laughs> so how do I make true. sure that my team has what they need? Are they getting able to get food? Where are they at? Um, are, do they have a house that's even accommodating a home envi- a homework environment? Most of them are working at their dining room tables, right? Like, it was, we've all had to adapt. So trust took on a whole, I had a trust that my team was working when they all knew they were losing their job, when they couldn't leave their house, when they had, they could have very well just watched TV and answer the phone as they came in. And maybe some did, and maybe some didn't, but I had to trust them, which was actually really cool because it realized, I realized who I trusted immediately and then who I needed to get to know better. And I got to be more intentional in those conversations. So that took us to, nearing the end of June and all of a sudden I was like I need to find a job like I really didn't even put it on the it was survival (laughs) and then I'm coming in with just a couple weeks before the end of my employment and I hadn't even started looking for work I was like just get there and I will figure it out I plan to take the month of July off and just recover and be present with my daughter and be present with my husband and sort through stuff figure out do I even want to stay in this industry what kind of job do I want all that stuff I didn't have the time or bandwidth to think about so July 1st came and went and unemployment was beautiful for the first two weeks the daughter had gone back to school she's in such a great school or pre uh, daycare and she was so happy to be back with her friends my husband was working days so I had just true respite and I, I knew in the moment this was respite, so take it. I took naps. I watched. I binged on Netflix, which apparently is what you're supposed to do during COVID. I played in the garden. Like, I, I took respite. I, I made it time to recover and then uh, started applying for work shortly, about two weeks into July. And that deafening silence of applying for everything online <laughs> is so loud and in your ear, the self-doubt that comes with it, the constant everyday rejection, automated rejection, like you weren't even seen. You didn't even make it past the robot who says your resume (laughs) is good enough and trying to guess what the word should be. And how do you get it? Like I had to trust that some robot would read my resume and say, let's get you to a recruiter who may or may not call you, who may or may not get you to a screening call, who at that point may or may not get you to the hiring manager just to get the interview. Like this was so complicated oh and meanwhile businesses are shutting down every single day because COVID <laughs> yeah that's so true I remember that. <laughs> like I had to trust that I had benefits to the end of July and I had to trust that 
I had no idea. So in this, in January, I'm like, I'm going to have to be looking for work in July. Like I'm going to have to get a new job. And then come July, I'm like, is there any business going to be open by the end of this month? Like, it's I don't not know. funny, but it's like so true. <laughs> it was a very dramatic shift in the word trust. And then I, um, I was in, I got a recommendation for a job. I was like, Hey, this is payments industry. <laughs> it's a role I'm very familiar with. I can do this. I had a really good interview with them. Got a very, um, it, uh, personal response back from the, uh, recruiting, uh, human resources team member and felt good. And then about a few, oh, a few days later to a week later, I got the rejection, but they were going with someone else. It's not funny, but it is. <laughs> and I remember thinking, dang, I would have really liked to work for them, but okay, God, I trust you. I trust you. A few weeks continue on. I keep getting rejection letters or worse, nothing. <laughs> Like now I want the robot to reject me. So I know that it actually got received to get rejected. Like it just got louder and louder. And then I got a call back from the same company about a new role um, that I had not worked in before. But the first impression I made made them think maybe I'd be a good fit. And I had to trust. I got to trust that God was opening a door for me to grow within the same industry, but in a new role. And that was a risk because I knew it was going to stretch me. I knew I would come in. Yes, I've got eight years experience and yes, I have management experience and yada, yada, yada. Shout out my resume. But I have, <laughs> I'm very green in this specific role and I'm coming in at management level. So it was very humbling and trusting. And the end of the year was just... <laughs> It was good. Like amazing, I, amazing. You can't. I remember you kept saying, "I love this." Yeah. So glad I didn't get the other job. I That's exactly this. what I kept saying. Is the I the, love this. The job I, I was gifted with. The job that I was hired for, was with a company that I valued, or I appreciated their values, and the role is different. My stress at the beginning of the job was significantly less, which was still a very nice respite. Working a regular eight hour business day is shocking to me. Working for a company that closes on holidays is foreign to me. And so it took, it took me through to the beginning of 2021 to adapt to this new routine and new boundaries and new structure. So now where we are in 2021, my stress level is higher and I'm busier, but it wasn't an immediate shift. So, my word for 2020 was trust. <laughs> I did get a job at the nine month mark of uh, or 10 month mark of 2020. God provided above and beyond our needs. God opened and the doors. And you loved it. That's the other thing. Like, I think you can't, we can't miss that, that moment or that marker that the word trust actually took you into this whole new landscape that it you really just did. something familiar, but oh so different and as you're trusting you love the challenge and you love but you love the environment and you love the people you're working for and with and on behalf of and I think that's all part of that trust factor too right so I love that you shared that word perfect what a good word trust 
And you know, as we're sitting here, I already, I think I already know what my twenty-two word is. Oh, don't but say. I'm not, gonna, I'm not sharing. I'm not sharing. But it's. <laughs> it is that time that you're mean? God, are having some healthy conversations about yeah. what my word will be. Well, thank you, and we'll see you on. I think possibly the final podcast of this series, which will just recap um, the previous years that I have done. Thank you for joining us today in our conversation. Our goal with these podcasts is to share a story or a message and one takeaway that we were able to pull and glean from it in an effort to see God's hand in our everyday lives. We hope that we can encourage you to find the joy, hope, and humor in the ordinary and extraordinary moments of your life. We welcome your comments and your feedback. We'd love to hear how God is working in your life as well. Thank you.